On this third Thursday of Advent, let us pray with a reading from the Holy Gospel according to St Luke. When the messengers of John had left, Jesus began to speak to the crowds about John. What did you go out to the desert to see? A reed swayed by the wind? Then what did you go out to see? Someone dressed in fine garments? Those who dress luxuriously and live sumptuously are found in royal palaces. Then what did you go out to see? A prophet? Yes, I tell you, and more than a prophet. This is the one about whom scripture says, Behold, I am sending my messenger ahead of you. He will prepare your way before you. I tell you, among those born of women, no one is greater than John. Yet the least in the kingdom of God is greater than he. All the people who listened, including the tax collectors, and who were baptised with the baptism of John, acknowledged the righteousness of God. But the Pharisees and scholars of the law, who were not baptised by him, rejected the plan of God for themselves. This is the Gospel of the Lord. What surprises you this day and every day? What surprises us as Christians? I think reflecting upon this question can do us all some good. It's true that it's a very broad question because we can analyse it from many different aspects. However, let's give it a try. It's not that hard. Knowing what surprises us every day, be it in our family, at work, with our friends, in the life of the church, of our communities, in the faith or in reading the Gospels every day becomes like a thermometer which measures where our heart is. It measures what interests us and what, due to a lack of interest, just passes us by. The surprise element obviously has to do with what we desire, what we're expecting and what we're hoping for. We continue with this theme because we're still in the Advent season, a time for hope, a time to reshift our longings a time to evaluate what it is that we are waiting for. I like Jesus' question today, which has to do with what we're talking about. What did you go out to see? It's like saying, what did you expect? What were you looking for? If you are searching for a prophet, a man of God, someone who would speak in the name of God, don't expect to find somebody who lives in opulence, somebody who's preoccupied with the exterior, with what's refined. That's why those who were simple found in John what they were looking for, a man of God. They saw what they had gone out to find because that's all they wanted. Instead, the Pharisees and doctors, those who thought they knew it all, who went out to see what they expected to see, without opening themselves to the new, those who took ownership of the things of God, well, those were the ones who weren't surprised in a good way. On the contrary, they were surprised in a bad way. Their surprise kept them nailed to their old way of seeing things. That's what I meant when I said that being surprised in a good or a bad way depends on what we are expecting. It's also related to our capacity for change and how we allow ourselves to be changed by others. It's a round-trip journey. 
We're surprised when we're open to God, to his surprises. At other times, God's surprises help us change, loosen up and enter a new stage, even when we're closed. Those with a simple heart, just like kids do, go through life from surprise to surprise. Everything surprises them and it all works for their good, allowing them to grow. Another way of seeing it is that they're often surprised because they allow themselves to be surprised. Instead, there are others who are surprised in ways that keep them stuck in their thoughts and lead them to only believe in themselves and think that everything else is bad. This is what happened with the Pharisees and doctors of the faith and can also happen to us. We can also say that they're incapable of becoming surprised because the surprise must be tailored to their expectations. How are you doing regarding your surprises? Do you experience surprises? What in you generates surprise? What surprises me from today's gospel? Well, what surprises me is that any of us could be greater than John the Baptist, even when he may be the least in the kingdom of God. John prepared the way. We are in the way, the truth and the life. John was the last prophet. We, the baptised, are and must all be prophets, all men of God, children of God. In short, we are more blessed than John. We're in the time of grace and mercy, which makes us great, even if we don't realise it. In the meantime, what surprises us? Do the injustices of this world surprise us, or are we surprised by the latest brand design that everyone wants? Am I surprised by the fact that there are still people living in the streets, or by the fact that my closet continues to be filled with things I'll end up never using? Am I surprised by the fact that there are some soccer players that make $160,000 per day, or that there are people who don't even make $1 a day? What surprises us? Are we surprised that we've lost the richness of a Christmas that is celebrated and lived with faith and with family, or that people around the world give each other end-of-year gifts without really knowing the meaning behind them? Let's start opening up our hearts to allow ourselves to be surprised this Christmas, but to be surprised by those things that are worth it, those things that open us up to God and to love, and not so much to the superficial or the material. Let's allow ourselves to be surprised by Jesus, whom we don't find in opulence or superficiality, but in the silence and in the simplicity of a hidden manger. May we have a good day and may the blessings of our merciful God, the Father, Son and Holy Spirit descend upon our hearts and remain with us always.